Welcome to the God's Purposeful Women podcast. I'm your host, Erica Smith, joined with my sister and co-host, Tiffany Jarbier. And today, we are talking about something personal, um, the day that we got saved. And I want to add, um, John 3.17 says, um, Jesus came so that all would be saved. For God did, did send his son into the world, did not send, I'm sorry, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved because we're all called to the faith. Amen. Every single one of us. So, Tiffany, yes. I don't remember the exact day, but I do remember being very young. And um, I want to say before 10, yeah. But um, I remember that day and, and, you know, being baptized. Um, and, you know, from then on, you know, starting to, to read the word and to um, pray, but really not building the relationship like I should have. Um, then I rededicated my life, um, I want to say about 20 years ago. Um, and joined a church and really was um, being discipled, um, building my relationship. And, and that's when I believe the fire um, ignited in me at that time. Um, so my story, she's in my story. <laughs> she's in my story. Um, but, okay, so I was raised by a Christian mother and a Catholic father. Um my great-grandparents had a church and I was always around churches um, but I knew how to pray to God I knew him I knew um, when I had the struggles to always call his name because that's what I seen I was around the atmosphere of um, church um, and then someone was always bringing me to church whether it was my sister when I was younger um, at my great-grandparents church my aunt Bertha at some point, like in middle school, she would take me to her church and I was like an usher there. And then again in high school, my sister um, took me to church. And um, in 2008, that's when I officially got saved. I think we have, we kind of got saved at the same time. She rededicated and I got saved for the first time. Um, and that is just so beautiful because um, we were going to a church. So my dad was Catholic and his sister, my aunt, she was, but she converted to Christianity and she was going to this church. Um, and my sister, that's the church that she decided to go to as an adult. And that's where we decided to go. That's where I got saved. So it was like a beautiful story. And leading up to it, I was like, they whenever they did the altar call, I was like, okay, one of these days I'm gonna go. I felt the push. I was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go. Um, but I was always scared to walk up there. And they always ask, like, hey, you know, ask your neighbor, you know, walk up walk there up with there you. With you. <laughs> and I just never did. I was scared. And this one particular Sunday, I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go up there. And lo and behold, when I stand up, my sister stand up, her friend Felicia stand up, and we all <laughs> go together. And I was like, yes. Like, God bless me even that moment. Um, and I was like, wow. Yeah. Just wow. Um so I got baptized, I joined the church, um, and in between the time, this time is very important. So I was about like 18, I think 19 when I got saved, 2008, but after that, um, 
I was still living the way I was living. Um, I was dating my husband at the time, and we ended up getting pregnant and um, having my first child. And um, this is important because I was growing in my faith, and my mom, um, we weren't getting along, and so I really wanted to move out of her house. And she was like, no, whatever you want, just pray about it, write it down, put it in um, Psalm 37. 37, yeah, he'll give you the desires of your heart. So I wrote everything down that I wanted in my home. I was like, I needed to be by a grocery store because I didn't have a car, bro. I was like, I don't want no bugs. I want a two-bedroom apartment. And within a year, God had blessed that request. And that was when I was like, that was my wow moment. I was like, God is real. If I didn't know he was in before, he is real. And I think that was really when like the Holy Spirit, like you said, your fire got activated. And I was like, for real serious. And I began to grow um, in my faith. And so um, that was around 2011. So yeah. From then, I just been like, you know, just off. I just been on fire. <laughs> so, um, but uh, I want to say, God leads us to Himself. Um, it's like the Holy Spirit or the angels. It's like they are ordering our steps, like drawing us to God. Um, and sometimes we don't even know it, right? Sometimes we really don't even know it until later on. You're like, you know what? He ordered our steps the whole entire time. Even though there was some bumpy, you know, roads, we were st- the steps were still ordered, and so we gotta give God thanks for that because right. He really does order our steps. God, He doesn't waste anything. Mm-hmm. All your struggles that you go through, like I said, I got pregnant even after I was saved. Like you would think you get saved and you're gonna do right, and my mindset, I did want to do right, but it was it's a process. It, it is a, a process, process. Yeah. and I think. You know, sometimes going to church and, and hearing others, um, it's like an a, a automatic, it's like a you turn the switch on and automatically you're not going to do anything wrong, but it's a process and God takes you through the process and he loves us so much that he's, he's allowing us to go through it and get to the point of where we need to be. Um, and so uh, that's another thing I, I would it's I'm grateful yeah. because it wasn't a turn on switch for me either, yeah. you know so but in the midst of that that time frame of the process you know as you said he was ordering our steps he was throwing hints to me like I, there was hints a lot of the, along the way I knew he was calling me to do certain things uh, we talked about my purpose and calling me to do Bible study. I'm like, I got this baby. I'm over here overwhelmed, stressed out. Don't know what I'm doing. And you telling me about Bible stuff right now? Like, I'm like, no. But he was hinting at my my path, right? He was hinting at it. And um, in James 1-2, it says, count of all joy when you fall into various trials. And um, definitely my children, and I had more. I kept having more and more children. Um, these were trials and distractions, though. You know, they're blessings, but they were distractions from my growth. But I had to, um, it actually, gave it was me, a part of your growth. It was part of my growth, yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't, I would think that, you know, they're here for a purpose and a reason. So, I, to me, I don't look at it as a distraction um, because it's it's all part of the, the process. You you may have thought it was a distraction, but God said, he knows exactly 
No, he does. He knows exactly what he's doing. He does. But having them, I had to push harder to spend time with him. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I mean. Like, it's a blessing, but he knew that I needed something to boost me to spend more time with him because when I was working and I'm all independent, Mm -hmm. I'm not making no time for God. Like, Mm And that's the other reason why I think he sat me down because he was like, Eric, I bless you with job after job and you don't give me no time. Mm. You don't give me no time. So I think that definitely like the things that you go through in life, and for me, it was children. It kind of forced me to see like, I really got to fight for my time with the Lord. And Mm -hmm. um, he wants me. He wants my time with him. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But as I learn more, um, about God, who he is, and about Jesus and why he was sent here. I'm just in gratitude now at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Mm-hmm. So, like, everything I do is out of love and, like I said, out of gratitude. I'm so thankful for what he's done. I'm not, like, do, I'm not being nice and being kind and just so I can look good in God's eyes. It's, it's honestly because I'm grateful. Thank God yeah. for his son. Thank God for his son, because I, I don't know if you've watched, it's plenty of movies about, you know, what happened to him. Um, and he was beaten. He was, you know, he went through a lot for us. And sometimes when I sit back in my prayer time, or if, if I'm just thinking about it, it was a lot. It was, I mean, to he, he was you know, bleeding and, you know, hurt. And to do all of that to save, save us. us. Yeah. (laughs) So thank God for his son. Thank God for loving us the way that um, he does. And, you know, um, those who don't know him or, or don't have a relationship, you should really try to learn more about him if you, you know, have questions or anything for us. But um, there's no other love like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's There's none. Like, when you're just starting off, I would suggest reading the New Testament, the Gospels, the first four books, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, because it talks about Jesus' life and who he is. Um, because he is why we are Christians, mm-hmm. right? Um, and each author... It's repeated, but it's done, like, very um, beautifully. They're all independent stories. So, like, Matthew tells it a certain way. Mark tells it a certain way. Um, but it's the story of Jesus. And once you understand that, um, and I know people say they understand it, but, like, really understand it. Like, really see it. Like, we had the um, our, our church at the play mm-hmm. for um, Resurrection Sunday and Good Friday and things like that. And um, just seeing it, seeing it, you know, as if we were there. It just does something to you. I cried like a baby. Yeah. Okay. I cried like a baby. My husband's like, yeah, I saw you. (laughs) Yeah, I cried like a baby because it it just touches me. Every time I would see a scene like that about the abuse, about how really he was hated. He was hated. And you know, the stuff that we go through is it doesn't even compare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got chills. Yeah, like it doesn't even compare. Mm-hmm. And and it's just the love. There's just <laughs> no there's no other nobody can love you like that. 
we deserve all that. That's the thing. We deserved all that. I um I had our my children. We watched the Passion of the Christ the movie um because they're twelve and ten and six and four. But like <laughs> it wasn't and a one year old too. But it, I was about to say yeah, she was there too. We, we all watched it, but it wasn't <laughs> too like gruesome. They weren't scared. They were just like that happened to Jesus. Like why are they doing that? And it was his own yeah. people. Yeah. There's a lot that I can say there. <laughs> with that little piece. Yeah, right with that, yeah. you know, his own people. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's it's something that is um very serious. That's what I said. I'm just in gratitude. I'm just in awe because we we really deserved it ourselves. He took the punishment for us. Yeah. I, I get chills. Reading it, watching the movies, watching the plays, I just get chills. And um, our church, they had original music to their play this year. And this one song is talking about Judas and how we are like, well, how could Judas, he see him do miracles. He was real close to him. How could he sell him out? Spoiler alert if you don't even know the story. But how could he sell him out? But but even yeah. yeah yeah that part and in the song it says how can we look at Judas this way when we are Judas to him every day mm. come on mm. come on I got chills right now <laughs> but that is true uh-huh. that is true because a lot of us we we turn our backs. Mm-hmm. We don't pay him no attention. We don't spend time with him. We don't read the word like we should. We don't build a relationship with him. We rob him. Um, you know, we don't do for others. We don't love others. We just don't do what it, what he tells us to do. And we turn our back. It's the same thing. It's the Jesus same did. thing. Right. Right. And some people, for money, you know, it's the same, same concept. It's just it's just as bad as what you just did, um, and so when you start to see yourself in the in the shoes of these people in the Bible, it really opens your perspective. It really opens your eyes to seeing um, how serious um, giving your life to Christ is, and how serious your walk is, spending time with Him. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something else I, I wanted to add. Um, some people like when they start off their um, evangelism speech and they try to like you know walk someone through Romans road or something um they always start with um i'm a sinner and yes we were born sinners but sometimes i might but y'all forget that before adam and eve sinned they had a close relationship with god they didn't have to work for their blessings they were in the garden everything was created for them i don't know maybe it's just my generation but i'm like I get tired of hearing that we sinners and we're just, we start from nothing and we got to build our way up, but we're trying to get back to Eden. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We're trying to get back to that relationship Mm -hmm. with Christ Mm -hmm. and God. Mm -hmm. Um, What's your thoughts on that? Well, you know, from a different perspective, you know, we are, we are sinners, you know, we were born into sin and, you know, um, we sin each and every day. So it doesn't affect me when people say I am a sinner or you are a sinner. 
because I know sometimes we, we do in our minds, the thoughts that we think, um, the things that we do, um, you know, where we have to repent, I repent every day. Um, so it, it doesn't affect me as much as, but you're saying, you know, as far as generationally, um, you're tired of I'm tired of hearing it. And I think um, it goes along with, like, in church, they always say what you can't do. Like, since so when you become a believer, oh, you can't do this no more. You can't do this. You can't hang with these people. And, yes, with understanding, I understand why I'm not supposed to hang out with unbelievers and things like that. Unless I'm influencing them, I shouldn't be hanging. If they're going to influence me, I shouldn't be hanging out with them. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm over here trying to... um, believe my identity you understand like now that i know i'm a child of god i'm trying to believe and affirm myself of my identity and Mm -hmm. yes i'm aware that we sin and we repent but i just like can we start not at i'm a sinner can we start with eating first (laughs) that's what takes some time can we start there like like once upon like this is how we should go once upon a time we were eating and we were we were really close to god we heard god we were one like we weren't ashamed of our bodies, you know, all that stuff. And then, so you want you want the positives before the negative, right? Right. Okay. And maybe that's just me. Okay. I don't know. Who else would that way? Leave a comment. <laughs> Who else would that way? <laughs> but and um, don't forget to repent, though. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. But I, I. But yeah, we're aware of. Yes, we're all sinners. Um, I just want, as you begin this journey, and if you're new to the faith to you know understand who you are your identity you belong to god now like you have um to adopt that mindset to adopt that um Mm -hmm. that spirit that you are an heir we're royalty Mm -hmm. so you're not gonna walk around here with your head down you should walk up you know put your head up Mm -hmm. you're blessed um there's so many things that you can do there's so much power by jesus death and most importantly he loves you if you don't, if you don't, you know, pick up the Bible or, or, you know, hear it, he loves you. He died for you. He was buried and he rose again. He loves you. And it's very important that um, you read your word and you get to know him. It's like any relationship. You have to build it. And if you're not talking to them, if you're not reading your word, how are you building that relationship? Like, how do you really, how do you build a relationship, right? right? For real. Like, right. that goes with the whole church thing. Like, if you're married to someone, say you married to your husband, if you don't never come home, how do you think that relationship going to go? Right. If you don't never come home and you're married to your husband. You got to <laughs> build your relationship. It's just not a, oh, I pray and that's it. You know, talk to him just like friend you know, or your dad or, you know. Uh, but it's very important that, you know, once you give your life to Christ, you really build that relationship with him. He knows you. God knows you. You don't have to do nothing super spectacular, you know, spectacular in the beginning and give a whole... Father God, I adore you, and you're all, you know, all, you know, people be doing all the, all the extra stuff, you ain't got to do all that, mm-hmm. just talk to him how you want to talk to him in the beginning, I'd say, but at a certain point, when you start to really know him, and know his character, and know that, listen, he a king for real, like, you need to come, you know, mm-hmm. humble, <laughs> you need to come humble, that's at a certain, certain point, though, when mm-hmm. you really understand who he is, just like your earthly father, 
you're not gonna talk. I mean, you shouldn't talk to your father any kind of way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you should. You should honor your parents. You should honor so. your parents. So just like you honor your parents. Regardless. Yeah, so. you should honor honor God and yeah, just talk to him. And like I said, when you read about Jesus in the Gospels, um, and I'm getting more clarity on and learning about like you know he sweat blood like it, the the burden of our sin was so intense that he swept from inside um the where he shed blood he shed blood in his head the crown of thorns his feet when you know they were pierced his hands were pierced he got poked in the side like those places and that's the power i'm talking about those places he gave us dominion over because it wasn't just him dying he had to shed blood god wants blood for blood you know it's not just him dying he had to shed some blood because that's what they did before when they had the atonement for animals. They had to, and they would take the blood and sprinkle it, and you know, like anointing oil. Mm-hmm. It wasn't enough of just him dying. It was his blood. His mm-hmm. blood is what makes us whole. That gives us the power. You know, just like how he, you know, killed the blind people. We can do that too through Jesus. We're getting ready to let me just let me just say this. A lot of stuff that we have seen in the Bible, we're going to see, and then some things we haven't even seen yet. I I feel that um, that the, the the atmosphere is changing, and we're going to see signs and wonders. We're going to see miracles. It's our job to do what He calls us to do. Um, and build that relationship and our strength to be able to to do things ourselves. He's going to use some of us to to heal the sick. You know, some of the uh, young folks. I'm young. <laughs> you know, the age group. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, you, we're going to see some stuff. We're yeah. we're getting ready to see some things that has happened in the Bible. And. Um, so one of my aunts, she goes to a church that's based off deliverance and people getting healed. Um, and so going to a church like that, you see those miracles. A lot of people don't get a chance to see miracles like that in their own churches because some churches, they don't do those type of services. Mm-hmm. But um, even in our own home, um, I can give you an example. My daughter, my baby daughter, um, when she was born, she had a lump on her head. I still don't know why it was there. She just had a large... Um, growth just on her head and for months and months and months we pray over her I would anoint her and um, the doctor was like yeah it'll go down eventually you know it, it might take like six months and this is from birth from like six months and let me tell you we prayed and prayed and not only me her siblings my children they were so concerned and their faith they believe just like I believe that she could be healed and we would pray for her every single day and anoint her that thing was gone within three months of us praying and because at some point i was like okay i'm you know asking my sister my mom like can you pray for her like it's not only me praying but i'm i'm getting i'm getting some interceding going on i'm like can everybody you know pray and that thing was gone within three months and the doctor said it could take longer than it could be six months or longer so right there is a miracle yeah it's it's amazing when you do see miracles you know not saying that we don't see it now there are miracles happening but we're getting ready to see a whole lot more um you know of miracles it's our faith 
know, yeah. we have we have faith problems. Like, uh, who was it? Peter, who was asked to walk on the water. Was it Peter? Yeah. When Jesus was out on the water, and yeah. he was like, you know, if you see my Lord, you know, come. And Peter, he believed in the beginning, but then he began to fall. And he was like, oh, you, you know, you faithless generation. Mm-hmm. Like, you believe, but then what, what happened? Mm-hmm. And so many times, even when you read the Bible, like the children of Israel, like, they seen God, well, through Moses, open the Red Sea. And mm-hmm. we be like, then they then they go wayward and worship idols. We be like, how in the world? Can you, you just saw him open up the Red Sea, but then the next minute you complain and then like, oh, you're trying to kill us. And then like, like, how can let me, you? Let me just, you know, <laughs> the Israelite, if, if you read the Bible, it, it's amazing. It's amazing. Because like, you're, you're right. Like you see it, but you still don't believe. You see the miracles, but you still don't. Or it's, like, or it's like you forget. But you know what? To their defense, we do that sometimes. God does things for us. I know, and then we we forget easy because we, we we give the Israelites the hard time. We we give them the hard time. No, that, we we know that those those are <laughs> us. <laughs> but I know. But, it, but sometimes it be like mom going like, but he just did it like. But check this out, and, and I'm I'm not I'm sorry to cut you off, but. How about they were in the wilderness for 40 years, right? But theologians say it should have only taken them 14 days. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, like, they were just walking around, just walking around in circles. But God was providing them every day with, with manna, with food. So it's like, Every day he was getting a miracle. Every day. Every day. <laughs> Every day. I'm sorry. Every day? Every day. That's deep. Like, that's really deep. Like you said, it's us, though. It's, it's us. us. We tend to forget. Um, and that's one thing that um, what I do with my kids, I'm like, what is one thing you were thankful for today? Like, just acknowledging something that God did for you. Because you don't, so in, in when you continue to, to you know, memorize and, and remember what he's done, when you come through certain things, you're like, oh, I remember God did that for me before, so I can go through it and I have more confidence in God. You know what I mean? Like, that's what that stuff is for. It's for you to take it out when, when you need it. And like, you know what? I remember God helped me in a, in a different situation. I know he's going to get me through this next one. You understand? Yeah. So we, we have to be able to not forget what he's done. No. Like... Make it a make it a habit to remember what he has done for you. Yeah, yeah. Like seriously, so you don't forget because we don't want to be wandering for forty years and not getting to do what he told us to do. Right, right. right. You know. So, and we there's a lot of work that needs to be done. There's you know souls that need to be saved. There's you know ministries. There's a lot of work that he has for each and every one of us. So. It's just time to get right. It's time to do what it is he wants us to do. It's time to really, um, you know, build that relationship, um, build our faith, build our character, and just do it. Yeah. Do do what, what, what it is that he wants us to do. If you believe in him, then we got work to do. So I'm going to take this time 
to this this is our altar. If we're gonna leave, if you wanna to come to the altar <laughs> if you wanna get saved with God um and give him your life and invite Jesus into your, into your heart, this is the time right now. I'm gonna have my sister. She is a um a uh what are you? You are a uh, I am a child of God. We're all <laughs> She took the class in the church. She is a, a um, altar call counselor. counselor. She can lead people to Christ. I can do it too. Everybody can do it. Everybody can do it too. But I like the way she she speaks. So she's gonna say this prayer. And um, if you're ready, give your life. You just say this prayer. Right. Yeah. So if you if you're ready, if you're ready to give your life to Christ, this is the time. You all you have to do is repeat after me. Say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sins deserve to be punished. I know my sins deserve to be punished. I believe Christ is the Son of God. I believe Christ is the Son of God. Who died for me. Who died for me. And rose from the grave. And rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin. I want to turn from my sin. And trust Jesus Christ alone. And trust Jesus Christ alone. As my Savior. As my Savior. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your forgiveness. And everlasting life. And everlasting life. I can now have faith. I can now have faith. In Jesus. In Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Woo! Welcome to the family, people! <laughs> you can reach out to us, too. You know, we're not... We're, we're, we're regular people. You can reach out to us. Yeah. Um, Any questions you have. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know someone's been asking me to do... Um, uh, Bible study for a while, live Bible study. I am gonna start going live soon. I don't know when. I I don't move unless God tells me to move. That's just one thing about me. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna do something if He ain't calling me to do it. But I am um, eventually gonna do some Bible study and kind of help with discipleship mm-hmm. um, and encouragement more in prayer. So look out for that. But I want to thank you all for joining us today, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.